0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, July 9th, 2023. Social Facebook. Well, good morning, Connection Church. Good morning. So good to be with each and every one of you, those at home. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. Isn't this just is a glorious day to be part of God's kingdom? Can I get an Amen? Amen. amen. Of course, every day's a glorious day, isn't it? Yeah. So, today we continue our series social, and today we're going to be touching base uh, with uh, Facebook.
1: Good morning, Connection Church. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I loved seeing that video of our youth and our leaders who just are investing in our kids. It's just so awesome. They had a great week. Um, I'm excited to be here today with you. And we're honored and blessed that you just showed up. That's what we can just do. We can just show up. That's what it's all about. Let's go ahead and pray. Would you pray with me, please? Almighty God, thank you so much for today. It's a day that is a gift. Every day is a gift. Help us not misuse our days but remain connected with you and help us make a difference in our homes, in our workplaces, in our community, and in our world. We thank you, Lord. Settle us in wherever we are, whether we're right here, whether we're online, so that we can have some laser focus on what you would have us take away from this message, this worship time. We pray this in your name. Everybody agreed and said... Amen. Amen. All right, so if you are a Jeopardy person, you like to watch Jeopardy, and if you ever have a chance to get on Jeopardy, we're going to give you some facts that will help you win. We're going to tell you a little bit about Facebook. Facebook, it was launched on February 4, 2004 by... Okay, you got it, Mark Zuckerberg, and others at Harvard University. It was an online Facebook, it was this photo directory, and membership was um, initially restricted to Harvard students. Within a a few months, I think within a month, um, more than half of the undergraduates at Harvard registered. Just a month later, in March of 04, They expanded, Facebook expanded to Columbia, Stanford, and Yale. Then it became available to all the Ivy League schools, Brown, MIT, NYU, and then most of the universities in the US and Canada. In September 2005, the high school version was launched and eligibility expanded to include employees from several companies, including Apple, and Microsoft. A year later, Facebook opened it up to everybody over the age of 13 who had an email address. Now, aren't you glad you have this new information? The rest is history.
0: Just curious, how many Facebook here? Okay, Even occasionally. Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty widespread, isn't it? Pretty widespread. And so, with anything, as you well know, then you know, Facebook has its—you leave. It? Oh, okay. Has its pluses and its minuses, right? We, we can, well, Carrie. And I can see pictures of our grandkids. We saw uh, Isabella, fifteen years old, driving the other showing night, showing
1: up her permit for yeah. driving. Uh, and so know you know,
0: that was fun and. You know we got to see since we couldn't be at the game uh, Harper uh, hitting a home run on Wednesday, you know that that was a weekend it's a great tool for connecting. i uh, there was a guy um, I hadn't really had much touch with since like grad school in nineteen seventy six a couple of years ago. we connected up on Facebook. we chat occasionally and you know send each other things that are of interest. You know it helps us connect and reconnect, doesn't it, especially with with acquaintances maybe we haven't seen for a while. You, here's the thing, you don't have to wait for the yearly Christmas letter to keep up with family and, and, and friends and uh, communicate directly also through like Messenger, through common interest groups, uh, receive info on activities or, of, of Facebook friends and uh, the Facebook pages we may follow. So there's pluses.
1: There are pluses, but on the other hand, Facebook's been the subject of many controversies, and it's also been criticized over the years for uh, privacy issues and manipulation of various sources and mass surveillance. I just This in Facebook, but when my Alexa talks to me, it's like, whoa, this is weird. Anyway, it's also been the subject of psychological effects on people copyright infringements, fake news, hate speech. All right, is anybody on MOT residence page? (laughs) It could be used for good, and sometimes it is, but a lot of times it's not, and it just gets ugly. Have you ever noticed how people are willing to say things online yeah, Ed, do you want to come preach this?
0: <laughs> they're
1: willing to say things online that they're not willing to say face-to-face. Yeah. It's like this internet is this protection. It's this iron barrier where you can just say whatever you want and trample over anybody you want. <laughs> People are downright nasty sometimes. And the trouble is there's an audience not of one, but of hundreds or thousands, and everybody tunes in. And I love Facebook. I'm on because I post a lot of family stuff, and I enjoy seeing, you know, keeping up with what's going on with people that I care about. Um, But what I have noticed, and I'm sure you have too, is things are said in public that should never be said, and actually should never be said at all.
0: So what's that have to do with us here this morning at CCC, or there at home, or wherever you might be? What's that got to do? Why all this Facebook talk? What's the point? Well, today we're using Facebook just kind of as a launching pad for us to talk about how we need to be careful with the company we keep. Whether it's online company, or whether it's our day-to-day activity company, People we hang with, wherever it might be. We've got to be careful with the company that keeps. So, we talked enough about Facebook. Let's talk about scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, New International Version. Just a little, little scripture that speaks volumes. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Say that with me. Bad company corrupts good character.
1: And so, whether we're connected with somebody on Facebook or in the day-to-day world, the company we keep matters. The company we keep matters. The company we keep, where we associate, where where we do life with, whether you know, it's the people that are speaking into our lives. I'm not talking about casual friendships. I'm talking about people that are speaking into our lives. Um, it's important. And so, this scripture in First Corinthians is. It's kind of alarming. We need to pay attention to it. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. And so it's often important when we're looking at Scripture to look at some of the background of it, and we want to share some of the Greek words and some of their deeper meanings. So let's take a look at the word bad. The Greek word is kakos, and it means not just bad when it refers to this in Scripture, but evil and wicked wrong, a perversion to goodness. So it's not just bad, it's like, ugh, worse. And this bad company, scripture says, corrupts. Now the Greek word for corrupt is, I can't even say It's it. that word it's there right on the screen. There. Corrupt, destroy, Thero. perish, Thero. to be led astray. Good character, good char- character is Christo, Christo, I can't say that either. Good, kind, loving, benevolent. And so here we have this idea that bad company, evil, wicked company, just plain wrong company, will corrupt or destroy or can lead astray good and kind and loving people who have good character.
0: Mm. So we have to be careful because if we're not... We may have Facebook friends who are bad company and they can corrupt and can destroy you and your good, kind, loving character if you're not careful. Friends we have on Facebook matter because, like it or not, their actions have an effect on our actions. Their words have an effect on our words. Their attitudes have an effect on our attitude. It's easy to see on Facebook because it's so out there. It's so out there. But it's not just Facebook, is it? That's just kind of a a, a microcosm of the bigger picture. It's it's generally whoever we're with, wherever we are. Bad company corrupts good character, wherever, whenever. And we have to be aware of that. We have to be on guard against that. We have to be careful of that at all times and all places, wherever we may be.
1: So um, we have four kids. They're all adults and married with kids now, but uh, three daughters and a son. And one of our daughters had a friend when she was in school who was making some poor decisions, not doing the right thing, in trouble a lot. And we were kind of concerned because they were hanging out a bit more than we wanted together. And she was young, I mean, I'm talking elementary school, but you know, it can start, you have to be careful even early on, you know, you start training them to do the right thing and to have good character. And so we had to have a difficult conversation with our daughter about perhaps she needed to have just a little distance, a little distance, because you get to be known by who you associate with, if it's an all the time thing and she brought it to our attention so we weren't telling her anything new but when we suggested that she have a little bit of distance she actually understood and and listened we also talked to her about how important it was to always be kind and generous and loving and it didn't mean that she needed to diss her friend completely but just not consider her one of her best friends Okay, so that's an elementary school age example, but that really goes for all of us. We've got to be careful about those who we associate with day after day who we spend a lot of time with. Do they bring us up? Do they pull us down? What is it like? What's going on? Now, several years later, when our daughter was a senior in high school, she received the Mayor's Right Choice Award she was recommended by several of her teachers. She was nominated for this reward because she consistently made right choices in school. So she was able to live that out for, from third grade, clear on through high school. It was pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. But then we gotta consider the opposite. Um, you know, as Christ followers, shouldn't we hang with bad company to maybe show them the other side to offer them an alternative to maybe, maybe we can get them to, to do the right thing rather than the wrong thing. It may happen on an occasion, but it seems to be the exception, not the rule. And I say that because when you look in Scripture, you'll find many, many more verses that warn of the corruption of the good rather than the transition of of the evil over and over again you read of careful about who you hang with the corruption of the good books of psalms and proverbs are full of verses with warnings of who to keep company with right there of psalm the very beginning of psalms first psalm chapter 1 verses 1 through 3 the new international version here's what we read blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on the law day and night. The person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. Wow.
1: I find it interesting that that's the very first psalm in the book of 150 Psalms. Do not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take. Delight in the law of the Lord. Now when we think of the word law, we often think of that as punitive or punishment. And this is the exact opposite. Delight in the law of Of the Lord when we delight in the law of the Lord we respect the boundaries that God gives us that God sets up for us that God carries us through and it's where we get our direction he's where we get our direction and our guidance and that's what this is referring to this is where we get our direction when we open up the pages of the Bible and we receive and read and meditate on the word of God, it helps us stay in a place where God wants us. I mean, it's our choice. But without knowing what God says, it's hard to live that out. And our nourishment comes from God. It says in this uh, psalm, like a tree planted by streams of water. Doesn't that feel refreshing? Doesn't that feel peaceful? That's what we get from the Word of God, from God.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I love the proverb because it's just a whole collection of these simple axioms that gives us, give us direction and, 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 and way of living. Like, um, here's a good example for what we're talking about this morning. Proverbs 13, verse 20. Again, the New International Version quite simply says this, walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. And I think we've all been on both sides of that equation at one time or or the other. We've been, you know, in both kinds of company. Walking with the wise means we're not alone. Surrounding ourselves with those who have sound judgment, who are connected to God and his word, is walking with the wise. You know, who we surround ourselves with most, who influences us, will have a huge effect on us. We're not islands. You know, we're, we're affected by those around us.
1: There's some very good counsel in the book of Romans. We looked at Romans last month in the month of June. Great stuff. This is Romans 16, verses 17 19, I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Keep away from them. For such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of naive people everyone has heard about your obedience, so I rejoice because of you. But I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. I think this is a hard scripture. I I think everything we're talking about, like, be careful about the company you keep, because we don't want to, we want to be in the world, but of the, you know, we want to be participate in the world, but we don't want to take on some of the, the traits and the, the cultural things that keep us astray. So that's what we're talking about today.
0: When we are given advice, when we're given direction, when we, uh, we, we you know, we always have the choice, don't we? Sometimes, oh, I had no choice. Yes, we always have choice. And we have the choice to heed or ignore. We have the choice to pay attention or not. The Apostle Paul urges us to keep away from those who cause division and put obstacles in our way because such people are not serving our Lord Jesus Christ. He says they are serving their own personal appetites. You know, our appetites dictate the direction of our lives, uh, whether it's uh, the cravings of our stomach, or or the passionate desire for possession and power. Hungering for God is a longing to be close to Him, to be connected. For the Christian, the hunger for anything besides God, that can be well an archenemy. And Paul issues us the warning to look out for those who do not hunger for God.
1: So we talked about our our daughter, Megan, and how she made a choice, even as a young person, to try to have good character and um, trying to not walk down the wrong road while always being kind and gentle and loving. And we need to do the same, whether it's, you know, we're using Facebook as the launch, but whether it's there or actually in everyday life. There are times when we must evaluate who we surround ourselves with and and discern are they are we hanging with somebody who loves to gossip and tear other people down? If that's the case, maybe we need a little bit of distance. Are we with somebody who's taken us away from God? Well, maybe we just need a little bit of distance. Friendship is about having another person's um, encouraging them to make good decisions, having their best interests at heart, and it's in the reverse as well. I am so grateful for people who I can trust, who have permission. I've said, speak into my life, and I'm going to trust you in that because I know it's good, godly, wise counsel that I might miss on my own. And so those are the kinds of people who we need to surround ourselves with in the day-to-day.
0: Mm. So this, this was not an easy message. We wrestled with it all week. We uh,
1: wrote it four re- times. We rewrite it
0: four, maybe even five, some revision. Not not over, not changing it completely, but some nuances and some direct, because, um, as Carrie said, it's not an easy thing. And you know, the, the whole Facebook thing, we're on the social thing, what, what's that got to do with us? But... You know, it is important that we um, that we choose our friends wisely, whether they be Facebook, social media friends, in person, for church friends, school friends, whatever. We we do have to be have to be careful, and 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 actually, the message is fairly short. It's shorter than a lot of money because we don't have to beat it to death, do we? I mean, you get the idea. There's only so many ways you can say. Choose well the friends you're going to hang with. Don't, don't be foolish. Don't hang with fools, you know? And it's interesting, too. Uh, Bonnie Goss, who served in the uh, hospitality there, between services, she told me that she's a, she works in a school. I think she's a librarian. She said 18 years ago, the school district um, started digital citizenship. Isn't that cool? Teaching that what goes out there digitally, online, like Facebook and things, you know, has a digital footprint, she told me. That's what we're talking about, how it lasts. It has a digital footprint. And they're teaching these kids what to say and what not to be careful with what you put out there. And, and she also talked about cyberbullying and you know that kind of thing. And I thought, wow, that's been going on for 18 years. She's dealing with it in the level from K to 5 kindergarteners are getting this in the school you know um but here's what she said she said you know i really appreciate what you guys did this morning because in school i can't give it the christian twist I, I can't put it in a christian context so thank you so i'll just put that out there because you know this is something that's out there been 18 years they've been recognized in the school that we have to be aware of and and be careful of our digital footprints and and aware of our digital citizenship. I like that, digital citizenship. So basically, that's what we have to share this morning, but I want to just give you a couple of questions for a recap. Just a couple of questions just to get you thinking and chewing on what we've talked about this morning. Are the people you're associating with, whether it's online, whatever, or in the world, are they influencing you in a negative way? Do the people we spend time with, the people you spend time with, tend to bring out the positive or the negative in you? Think about that. If they're bringing out the negative, is that a good thing? Is that what you should be hanging with? Are we walking with the wise or wandering with the foolish? Walking with the wise or wandering with the foolish, you know? Um, Are we hanging with people drawing us closer to Christ, pulling us away. You know, it's important to choose wisely those we surround ourselves with. And we do have the choice. It's our choice. Those who may influence us. For the Christian, the hunger for anything other than God uh, is going to lead us down the wrong path. And since we're using Facebook as the social media platform today, choose wisely what you post. And how you respond to those posts that are out there. I look on, and I can't believe people get into these deep discussions online. I mean, I've never seen one where somebody influenced somebody to change their mind. Or, and it gets, as Carrie said earlier, downright ugly and nasty sometimes. And I'm not sure what's being accomplished in a positive way. Except people end up looking very bad in front of a lot of people. Think about that. That stuff is out there. That digital footprint lasts for a long time. Here's the thing to always remember and keep in mind. God wants what is best for you and your life. He will not not lead you astray. Keep that in mind and never forget. And say it with me. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character amen amen
1: so this might not apply to you where you are in your stage of life but we may have children or grandchildren we have the opportunity with our grands to pull them aside and pray with them or to talk to them in a way that they might not be receptive from their parents and so i do believe that this can apply in some way to each one of us. Our guidance, our direction, it comes from here. This is the good news. Let's live it. Let's believe it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, thank you so much for this. This scripture in Corinthians, Um, wow, it's It's not a one-off. We can see this all throughout Scripture, how we need to be very careful and guard our hearts to not be led astray. It's so easy to be led astray. Help us know you and what you want for us so that we can be confident in, in living a life out here in this world, in our communities, in our homes, at work. And... Help us honor and glorify you because you're an awesome God. We thank you for coming into this world and walking and talking and teaching and then going to the cross. Willingly dying so that you could take on the sins of the world but then giving us freedom and new life. We are so grateful. Help us live our lives as a thank you note to you. We thank you. We praise you. In the name of the Father and the Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody agreed and said, amen.
0: Thank you for listening to the message from Connection Community Church. For more information and to find out more about our ministries, you can visit us on our website, at just Show dot church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Thanks again for listening, Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the new life he offers.